0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter.
1: Hi and welcome to this week's episode. Well it is November and so Tara is absolutely bursting with Christmas cheer and excitement and Christmas spirit. And so, of course, we have to have a Christmas episode so that she can share all of that excitement with you.
0: So when we were thinking about a Christmas episode, we thought about previous years we've done one on uh, making your Christmas simpler, more enjoyable, clutter-free. We've talked about clutter-free gifts And that info and all those episodes are still there for you to go back and listen to if you want something really specific like that. But we wanted, well, when I say we, (laughs) I really (laughs) wanted to do another Christmas episode, but it's got to be something different. And when we were thinking about it, we thought this Christmas this year will be pretty different for a lot of people anyway, Hmm. because we're all contending with COVID. So we thought we'd bring you a bit of a COVID Christmas episode special episode so that we can talk about all the ways you might celebrate Christmas this year with the restrictions you've got in place.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it, there are going to be so many differences and I suppose that one of the biggest ones would be travel restrictions. So there might not be the same gatherings and get-togethers and people might not be able to get together that they they would have gotten together with uh, in other Christmas years um you you and i both tara um we would both we'll both be experiencing this uh, where we're actually not we might not be able to see the same people that we normally see uh, i reckon that my my family or well, my mum's state will be or residents will be allowed into my state by christmas time so i'm thinking we'll still have the family all together but there are so many that won't be and um so that's something that we have to talk about you know there'll be limits on how many people can can be in a a house or can be at a gathering there are limits on restaurants and catering and other events there'll be missing things like um, markets tree lightings christmas carols school concerts and something they don't do in australia but something that's done a lot in america is like caroling you know the people that come around to the house and Mm. stand awkwardly at the doorstep and (laughs) sing at your face (laughs) Does I'm that so really
0: clear. happen, or is that just in Christmas movies?
1: Well, we'll have to ask our American listeners, won't we? Does it actually happen, or is it yeah just movies? Because there's this is the thing, like as Australians, a lot of America that we experience is on television, and and I still remember messaging one of my American friends and saying, "Do you guys actually know the difference between gastrointestinal issues and the flu?" she's like what are you talking about of course we do and i said because every time someone is sick on tv in america and it's on the, mostly on the sitcoms that i watch they get um like they 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 get sniffles and coughs but then they also throw up and have diarrhea and i'm like that's not the same thing you know we you have <laughs> either have like influenza or you have gastro you can't you don't have the flu and diarrhea and vomit i mean sometimes you do but Every And she's like, no, that's just on television. And I went, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was we, really weird.
0: When we got to the UK, um, I can't remember who it was, but we were having discussions with someone about the way we decorate Christmas trees. And they said, oh, well, surely do you not have Australian type Christmas trees? And I said, well, some Australians <laughs> might go and bring a eucalypt into their (laughs) house, but most don't. And they're like, but you can't you wouldn't still put the same decorations. Like, yeah. I put snow covered penguins (laughs) on my tree and snow cover and like snowflake everything. And I even remember Snow in a
1: can on the windows.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so I said, Oh, we spray snow on our windows. And I was like, okay, what is that? So for any of you that don't know, you can buy a can think of like um you know, spray paint, but it's like this kind of puffy. Foamy,
1: fluffy white stuff. Foamy white stuff.
0: And you go along and you spray it along the bottom of your windows so it gives this like snow-covered effect. So if you're inside looking out, it's like, oh, look, it's snowy, Snowy. even though it's 40 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember as a kid my parents cut out um, footprints of Santa. Uh, Okay, maybe I should have put a caveat in front of that If there are kids listening, just turn this little bit down (laughs) They would cut out footprints of Santa And put them along the veranda or our driveway And then spray the snow can around (laughs) the footprints So you know how (laughs) in in the Northern Hemisphere You might do some boot prints in the snow To indicate where Santa's walked Because we have no snow We spray fake snow around the footprints And it's like, how did that... How did I never that pick happened. up on the fact? I, don't, I think my parents must have told me that that was the snow falling off of him as he walked. Why is,
1: it not, why is it still there at three in the afternoon on Christmas Day? Yeah, when it's like over 100 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Yeah. So we get very influenced, I guess, by the Northern Hemisphere and the way they decorate and the way. Um, very much so. Their, their Christmases are even though the temperature is completely different here but,
1: and when we talk about it like it's quite normal but it is really hilarious how how we like we integrate and and you know poor poor Santa like when he comes here and when he's in his parades and you know when he's he's in the Christmas pageant or he's at the shopping centre with photos getting taken of him he's in like and it's a really hot day or it's a really hot (laughs) month and he's in his full outfit and the poor bugger it's just yeah very sweaty under that that red suit i would say but Yeah. yeah we don't we haven't really i mean there's there's been some like australian christmas carols and we all know um, six white boomers like that's just you know the one don't you
0: I know the one. I'll put a link onto the show notes because I'm sure many of you
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we all well, know I've never
0: heard Australian Christmas carols so I'll see if I can find yeah. some and link well all the it.
1: Australians should know six white boomers um that's but that's probably our only Australian Christmas carol would it be I don't know it's I mean it's not a carol but it's our only Christmas song mm. but yeah we do have so much so much influence from the Northern Hemisphere and and we just do it and we don't really think about it. And then when you do think about it like now, it seems so weird. They <laughs> yep. must think we're a bit crazy.
0: And I think one Australian tradition which is pretty strong is people leave out a can of beer for Santa oh, yes. rather than a cup of milk and cookies like because we always say, oh, he'll be hot when he comes here. So he doesn't mm. need like a mug of cocoa or... Cookies and milk left out. You might leave cookies, but we usually say, "Yeah, leave out a, a cold beer for Santa because he'll need that."
1: Yeah, my parents weren't big drinkers, so we didn't do the beer thing because we didn't even have it really have any beer in the house. <laughs> so I can't remember what we. Maybe we did. A, I don't remember what we left out. Maybe it was beer. I can't remember, but we definitely. I think we might have just ignored Santa altogether, and we were only interested in leaving carrots for the reindeers. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's what we did. I think.
0: Well, even um. The reindeer food that has oh, – I bought some last year. No, must have been the year before for my nieces and nephews, little packets of oats. Uh, yeah. Um, and it had glitter and stuff in it, and you sprinkle it around on your lawn to give the reindeer. But it had, like, little snowflake cutouts in it as well, you know, a bit of plastic to pollute the water <laughs> To system. go into
1: the waterways, yeah.
0: But I was like, why are there pretend snowflakes? Like, there's <laughs> – it's madness. But, yeah, that's still part of our iconic yeah. decorations is snow, yeah. which is
1: weird. Yeah. so funny. Anyway. Yeah.
0: So, okay, after we that just... little diversion, yep. trip down our Christmas memory lane with uh, all our weird decorations, we put together a little bit of a list with a few ideas so that you guys can still bring the festive feels even though this Christmas might feel and look a bit different to what you're used to or what you kind of are wishing would happen, especially in the Northern Hemisphere. I know um, we're getting reports now in the news about a second wave and countries Mm. going back into lockdown. So Australia, it might be a little bit different because it will be summer um, and, you know, hopefully our numbers stay pretty low. But
1: if not... Yeah, we're doing quite well. And I think that, yeah, we don't have huge restrictions. Um, certainly not in my state. There's still restrictions on the size of gatherings, especially inside. But there's lots of things that are still open. But I don't know if all the events are still going to happen. But yeah, but yeah, I know that, like yeah, in Europe and in France and Germany are locking down again, and America's got record high numbers. So you know, it's not it's not looking like slowing down there. So yeah, things are going to be definitely a bit different.
0: So a lot of people travel to see family either you know if they live interstate or in neighboring countries and might fly in to visit and obviously a lot of that kind of travel is you know off the cards this year and even if you live within the same state depending on whether there's restrictions of how far you can go from home it might be Mm. that you can't connect with your friends and family in person so we have decided to give you some suggestions if you are going to connect with your loved ones virtually this year uh, some things that you could do to kind of spice up those gatherings especially since so many of us have been doing zoom meetings for the last six or nine months and kind of getting over the whole virtual get together um might be nice to spice it up for christmas to make it feel a little bit different so obviously you've got your usual um, Zoom meetings that you you know your work might have instigated, but there's other there's plenty of other apps you can do it on. If you're on Facebook, you can do Messenger call, and quite often they have um, little buttons along the bottom that you can put on different filters where you can wear you know <laughs> it will put a Santa hat on you or reindeer ears or stuff like that, um, which can be quite funny and entertaining. You can FaceTime potentially, there's WhatsApp calls, you can do video calls through that as well and Skype and I'm sure there's heaps of others. So find something that either you've already got on your phone or your laptop um, or find something else and make sure your family install it as well before Christmas. Don't wait till Christmas Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one wants tech issues on Christmas yeah. Day or Christmas have a, Eve. have a
1: practice run for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And look, from my experience, I would say smaller gatherings on a virtual chat always seem to be far more enjoyable than bigger ones. I think having more chats that are shorter um, and, and individual chats or couples or, you know, just two families getting together seems to be far more fun and enjoyable and less glitchy and awkward <laughs> than when you yeah. have large groups on because a lot of people sit there looking at each other. People might mute if there's noise in the background and you can have those moments where you're all just staring at the screen <laughs> waiting for someone to say something or you talk over each other.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, or oh, everyone talks at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing you could try if you want to spice it up, if you've got the tech stuff sorted and you just want to... Um, Make it feel a bit different than your other catch ups is to try theming your catch up. You could do a dress up. Um, Maybe everyone wears their Christmas jumpers, or you could suggest everyone dresses their favorite movie character or an iconic person from 2020. Um, (laughs) I don't know, you know, like, or everyone wear a funny hat or paint their faces or something I mean just to make it visually a bit more interesting for people and bring a sense of fun
1: yeah I I like that or you could do everyone's just talks in their favorite accent
0: oh nice (laughs) I like that you might have to prep in advance I think I'd need to you know a couple of weeks to get in the zone well I mean the
1: idea is that it's bad you know (laughs) so you don't want it to be good because everyone else is gonna be like oh god (laughs) We all have to. Everyone has to be bad at it. Um. So the I think the less prep the better. But, but yeah, I can I can just imagine. Yeah, Mick would turn up with his French accent. Mick, when Mick does a French French accent, he can't he he can't get into it unless he says no 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 first. <laughs> so it's like say so I'll say something say something with your French accent without going no 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 first and he's like I can't I just can't do it. <laughs> Uh, he used to serve the kids their dinner in a french accent so that they would eat it it was one of our one of our tricks worked quite well
0: actually oh i like that Mm.
1: um
0: you could host some kind of event as well as part of your get together so you could do a virtual caroling session you know send Mm. everyone a a songbook or um, email everyone a list of lyrics or something like that and do a virtual caroling could be fun and that might be good if you If you are getting together as a big group, um, you just have to either get everyone to mute themselves or (laughs) if you don't want to be heard, don't sing the loudest because when there's when there's groups of people all talking at the same time, usually the loudest one is the one that gets transmitted. So if you are the loudest singer, make sure you're also the best <laughs> because <laughs> it will just be your voice being transmitted to all the other people.
1: <laughs> I like that. Or put um, everyone in a different room on a separate laptop in your yeah. house so that you you don't be the only one who's being transmitted. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. Um, have a virtual cooking class. I thought this could be quite interesting. Mm depending on how tech savvy people are you could set yourself up in your kitchen you know um I was thinking if we were doing this this year I would, we would maybe get my grandma to finally share some of her secret recipes <laughs> like you know set her up and get her yeah. to make her shortbread and actually teach us exactly how to do it we could get all the grandkids on yeah. um and she could give us a virtual cooking class but she might need a bit of uh, tech help at her end but if you've got you know, um, someone that likes cooking or or there's something that you guys always eat together as a traditional thing, maybe you could have someone make it and teach the rest of you how to make it online if you've got a list of
1: ingredients first, make it together. Yeah. Well, you could probably do the same for crafts as well. like you could have a mm. craft activity. I know one Chris I've, we've done this a couple of times at our family, but one Christmas um my sister was hosting, and she did a uh, make a reindeer activity so she had all of the bits and pieces that was like made out of bits of plywood and they were all pre-cut and you had to sort of put together and then paint it and um so yeah so everyone she got all the kids and a few of the adults got involved uh, around a table and sat down and everyone made their reindeers and painted them so that's something that you could also do virtually as well like post them off in advance and then everyone dials in and sits down and decorates their reindeer together
0: yeah you could and you could do that with um I was just thinking a gingerbread kit as well you know you oh, have yeah, them yeah. buy the pre-made houses yeah. and you put them together and decorate them yeah you can see that everything
1: my family does around christmas is food based <laughs> can't you? <laughs> and you can say i don't because i keep going what about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um if you've got kids involved i don't know what your experience is beck but my kids you know they're 10 and 12 but even them they're, they're not great with sitting around for a long time having a zoom chat I mean, Mm. they'll happily FaceTime their friends every day of the week and talk about nonsense. But in terms of getting them to sit down and talk to other family members, it only lasts for so long. So if you've got kids or especially if you've got even younger kids, you could consider doing some kind of pre-planned activity. So the craft stuff, like you said, and you could post stuff out in advance or um, you could pre-plan a scavenger hunt and we've done that we did this during covid with friends that had little kids is that they everyone had a emailed a list and then while the parents were chatting and catching up the kids had to you know the first thing on the list was a leaf from your backyard that's at least five centimeters long so all the kids race outside try and find a leaf And when they had it, they came back in, showed everyone, and then they got told what the second item was and they had to go and find, you know, um, a green sock and then they're off in the house searching for that and they run Mm -hmm. back and forth. So they're kind of entertained and it's interactive and they show their faces occasionally. (laughs) Yeah, but they're not
1: climbing all over you asking for food because they're bored and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. Um, Or you could set like a timed challenge, like a dress-up challenge or... They've got ten minutes of this the Zoom chat to build something from Lego, and then they've got to show everyone else on the chat what they've built, mm. or ask them to perform the Christmas story or something. I don't, you know, whatever it is, if you come up with something interactive for the kids, at least it will make it a bit more entertaining. And then, especially if it's if there's grandparents on the other end that actually want to see the kids as well, yeah, <laughs> it might be nice if the kids are doing something that the grandparents can watch or whatever. Yeah. at least
1: see them their faces every now and then yeah
0: yeah keep them involved the other thing I thought that could be nice if you're having a virtual catch-up is doing something together while you're chatting so like we said about pre-posting craft kits or scavenger hunts or whatever it is um, maybe you could include your gift as part of this so if you wanna send someone a specialty tea or coffee, maybe it could arrive before you chat and then you say, Right, let's make our cup of tea at the same time and we'll get on, we'll drink it together or um a bottle of wine's arriving, let me know when it's arrived and then we'll we'll open it and we'll have a glass each. I'll have mm. one of mine, you have one of yours and we'll drink it together or whatever it is, maybe it could even be like a face mask if you're catching up with a girlfriend and you send her a face mask kit or something like that and you both put your face mask masks on and chat but then you know do that special christmas thing while you're catching up
1: yeah um yeah so there's lots of ideas on ways you can spice up the whole virtual thing and some people are more into it than others and some families are more into it than others but there's you know lots of ideas there for anyone who who either wants to give it a try and want something a bit different or is tired of doing the same old, same old. So there's some good ideas, Tara.
0: Yeah, and I think the key is really getting, making sure you get the tech sorted before the day. So have have your practice, make sure the people on the other end know what they are doing as well because there's nothing worse than getting all set up to catch up with someone you got your christmas Mm. jumper on you got your glass of wine and your gingerbread house ready to construct and you spend three hours trying to sort out why you can't hear each other or why you can't see each other
1: yeah Uh, and for those in the u.s she means christmas sweater
0: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's it we need might know
1: what jumper means but yeah we need need a a translator
0: translator (laughs) um So that kind of leads us nicely into gifts. And it's, again, the idea of, you know, so many of us don't think about the size of gift we have to, or we're buying for someone. Because when we see people, it doesn't matter if it's tiny or if it's huge, if you're seeing them, you hand it over. But if you are not seeing people in person, all of a sudden you have to take this into consideration because either you need to buy something online and have it delivered or it's something that you're purchasing and then have to post in which case you are paying for shipping and it's got to be you know reasonable size weight all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so one thing I would suggest is think about it early (laughs) don't leave it until middle of December and then find out that there's no chance to get it get your online stuff shipped before Christmas and whatever I think you have to be organised with this one.
1: Yeah, get onto it. As soon as you finish listening to this episode, get onto it.
0: Um, so if people live close and you're allowed out of your home and travelling short distance, you could still consider um, wrapping something up or hand-making something and dropping on, on someone's doorstep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could, if you're making truffles or cookies or something like that and popping them in a jar with a ribbon on it you could just uh, whiz past like pack them in your car if you're doing it for a few people and whiz past and pop them or pop the bottle of wine or whatever it is on someone's doorstep with a little card and a note so that it's kind of like a contactless um, Mm. gift swap Uh, so that's something to consider if you are into giving things homemade you just have to check where you are whether you're allowed to drive that far from home Um, otherwise you might be looking more in the online sphere for your gifts this year.
1: Yeah. And I mean there is like like you know, Amazon and I've been seeing lots of people commenting about this lately about uh, online shopping and covid and and it's it is convenient to to buy online especially from somewhere like Amazon, one of the sort of the big places. But at the moment, um, due to COVID, small businesses are really struggling. So if there's any way you could support a small business rather than one of the really big, because the big chains are going to survive, like they're going to survive this, the, all the big chains and the big brands, they're all, they're all backed by, I mean, they're all owned by the same people essentially, but the small businesses might survive this. So this is a chance to, you know, really help out with local small businesses. So if your local small businesses have gone online, that'll be awesome. Even if they haven't though, you could you could even still work something out. you know, give them a call um, and if they live if you're calling a small business that's close to someone you want to send a gift to, you know just give them a call and see what can happen, see see what's possible. And um, maybe it might just be getting a voucher posted from them and you know doesn't even need to necessarily be online shopping as such you can just get on the phone and call them and say listen my aunt lives nearby she she loves getting her nails done you know at your place can is there any way of getting a voucher to her somehow Um, and see what they say
0: and I think as well you you can think outside the square so you know you might be thinking about local like you said producers in terms of a jewelry maker or a hamper company or Something like that. But also think about, you know, um, maybe could a local florist create a fresh wreath or a table centre for the people's um, Mm. Christmas or something like that and have that delivered? Or is there a cafe nearby that might um, roast their own coffee beans? Could you have like um, coffee beans delivered or a cake? Or is there Mm. a local deli that might do up a, you know, specialty cheese board or something and have it you know like you might have to get a bit creative but I think when you give the gift of something local and support a small business you're not just giving the gift to the person like it's a gift Mm. to that small business and ideally the community as well around it yeah for sure so um but and I get it like you go online go somewhere like Amazon and I'm not knocking Amazon like um so convenient but you kind of you could you can buy everything and one click and it's done and that might seem really easy but the effort and the energy that goes into the supporting a smaller provider a smaller business it will be repaid over and over I think yeah so one thing you can also consider doing is giving a charity gift so um, you can donate to a charity on someone's behalf and I've, I've actually oh, am I prepared to confess this I have finished my Christmas shopping, and we'll t- we'll mention at the end of the episode today why. Yeah, that is, I was just going to say I'm even more.
1: We have to talk about yeah, why, why at some point.
0: Why I'm even more organized than usual, but yes, <laughs> I finished my Christmas shopping a couple of weeks ago, so the middle of October. And one thing I have done, I'm trying to think if any of the people I've bought for will be listening to this podcast. <laughs> you might have to say in code. Um, that's okay. Uh. If they do, they will just have to act surprised when they get it. Because of the bushfires that happened in Australia last summer, there's a lot of wildlife charities that are still looking after animals that were badly burned. Some will try and be rehomed back um, in their natural habitat. Others will be staying at the wildlife sanctuaries for the rest of their life because they've been so badly injured. And there's a lot of money... (laughs) involved in rehabbing mm-hmm. an animal not just the medical costs but the ongoing food costs um, and staff shelter all that kind of thing so this year for my nieces and nephews they are, they've ad- adopted them all a koala so they Aww. each have own a koala well don't own <laughs> have <laughs> sponsored a koala yeah. for a year So I've got them a certificate, which has been laminated with their name, the koala's name, a picture of the koala. And then I've um, bought them all either a book or like a little Lego kit to build a koala. So the actual present is quite small, but they do have something to unwrap.
1: Mm. But then
0: together with that, they have a certificate saying that they've adopted a koala. Then for some of the older people that I buy for without mentioning any names, I've adopted some other animals from a different wildlife sanctuary in a different state. So I've tried to spread the money around mm. between a few different places. And um, so a lot of people in my family are getting certificates this year saying that they've, they've adopted an animal. And you know what? That's really easy to post as well, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. So there's that kind of thing that you could do. Or you could donate food or money Or decorations to your local fire service or maybe a homeless shelter or even a nursing home there's a lot of people in nursing homes this year that will be feeling really isolated not getting visitors yeah um so maybe there's something that you could do um and Mm. and support your local nursing home in some way and then let your family know that in lieu of gifts this year you have bought a bunch of stuff for people isolated in your local nursing home. And you know what? This of of all the years to do something where you give back to mm. the community, I think this year your family will not begrudge you for giving back.
1: Mm, no, if they I do,
0: agree. send them
1: <laughs> my name
0: and get them to come me <laughs> and I will give them a talking to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, yeah, it's a good year for being for giving, for sure.
0: Mm. And... And if you've got that virtual catch up planned, the other thing you could consider giving is something like we said that you could share while you're catching up with that person, be it food or drinks mm. or pamper products or a Christmas sweater is that <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, that you can yeah. you can share together while you're catching up. So, yeah, there's a few ideas there.
1: Yeah. So there's gifts, uh, activities so activities is a, another thing that's going to be different this year. There's going to be lots of stuff cancelled and and not happening. So we can talk about some ideas for what to do if you do have a lot of your regular activities cancelled. Because I know that we've had the Christmas lights on the Torrens in Adelaide cancelled. you know the ones at the brewery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the brewery lights. And they've been... I don't know. They've been happening for like fifty years. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Yep, and that that's not happening this year. I don't know if it's going to come back again, but it's not happening this year. And uh, yeah, that's part of part of the the tapestry of Christmas in Adelaide. So that's going to be yeah missed.
0: Yeah, and look, one of the things I would say, if you can, do everything you would normally do at Christmas at a slower pace, if. If there's stuff missing from your calendar, if you normally Mm. throw the tree up on the first weekend of December in between all of your other commitments, maybe make a big deal out of it this year. Take more time to decorate the tree. Make it a really slow, enjoyable Mm. process. Put the music on. Make hot chocolate for the family. And then tell stories about the different decorations. If you've got decorations you've acquired over generations or Mm. from different locations, tell about where they come from, and, you know, maybe you could even go further and search for some of your own, like, natural decorations, find some
1: pine cones or that you can paint and use to help decorate. Or Yeah, those big gum nuts are good. You can paint those gum nuts into little Santas because they're the right shape if you turn them upside down.
0: Yeah, and even um, I I saw this on a movie, (laughs) and I don't know, I'm going to assume... It is something that is done. Maybe it was just for the benefit of the movie, but where instead of tinsel, the family was stringing popcorn together. Have you ever seen this?
1: Yeah, I think that's an American thing, yeah. And then so. I don't think we do it here really, though, much. I haven't seen anyone do it in Australia. uh,
0: It would probably melt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, but you know, maybe you could Google traditional tree Mm. decorations. I'm not sure about the candles don't put live candles on your tree I know that's (laughs) something that they used to do I wouldn't advocate for that but yeah maybe you could google what traditional tree decorations there are or that you can make from home um, and find some templates or get some ideas and take time take a weekend make it a Mm. big deal to decorate your tree or decorate your house rather than it feeling like another thing on your to-do list Make, make some new memories around that
1: Yeah, and put the music on and have some treats and, you know, make yourself a cheese platter and, you know, put some treats out and stuff like that so that it becomes a bit of a a family activity and not just one person doing it as a chore, like you said. Mm.
0: If you're allowed to drive around your local area, a COVID safe activity would be seeing the Christmas lights in mm-hmm. your neighbourhood potentially or your city if you're allowed to go that far. And again, like this is something we do most years and sometimes we'll walk around our neighbourhood and sometimes we'll drive if we're on the way home from somewhere else. But instead of it just being a, an afterthought, um, you could turn it into a longer thing. Again, put carols on in your car if you're not going to a caroling event or that's been cancelled. Mm-hmm. Pack a picnic or some favourite treats and, and eat them in the car, have your, like a hot cocoa if you're in the um, Northern Hemisphere or have, you know, I don't know, a slushie or something <laughs> um, in Australia and either, you know, do it in the car or if you can safely walk around your neighbourhood with masks on or something like that. But again, looking at Christmas lights and, and not just whizzing past on your way to something else, make looking at Christmas
1: lights the actual event. Yeah i think you could you could make a game of it you know like you could even do a like a, a hunt sort of thing mm-hmm. so you know how a lot of the houses will decorate and there might be a sleigh on the roof it's like yep. okay the first person to find a sleigh on the roof gets you know a whatever treat or a, everyone cheers or whatever and the first yep. person to find santa waving and the first person to find something that's not christmasy but they've just stuck it there anyway you know? yep. um, so that would be that could be fun as well
0: yeah that would be good I like that another thing you could consider replacing all the big events with is all the things you wish you had time for at Christmas but you don't normally like Mm. we quite often we're talking about simplifying Christmas because it feels like such a crazy time of year if you are spending more time at home because you're not traveling or you don't have the extra events on buy yourself a book or get a book from the library read and like take the time to read a book or watch all your favorite christmas movies again get mm-hmm. out a giant puzzle you know i love those massive puzzles but I, there's got to be a time where yeah. i'm home for a good chunk of to time yeah to get it done what's oh. your favorite christmas movie uh
1: love actually oh Oh, I'll pretend to smile and go. Oh, that's good.
0: You can you can uh, talk it down. It's okay. I'm a strong enough person to uh, love it despite your thoughts. Yeah. And well, my that's... husband and I will watch it at least once every Christmas. And have oh, since the year it
1: came out. So that's very sweet. Hmm. I just like Elf. <laughs> yeah. I I love. Um, zoe deschanel's voice and i love elf's enthusiasm and his faces so yeah keen on elf
0: we've seen elf a couple of times uh we last year we went to the outdoor cinema and saw last christmas did you see that one
1: i don't know probably not if it has
0: um i can't remember remember her name mother of dragons from (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh well, the Game of Thrones oh, yes I saw that advertised or... but I never saw it yeah it looked actually it looked quite good there's um another Christmassy one coming out soon and I know that because it's got Dan Levy in it who's one of my very favorite mm-hmm. actors um and yeah there's a I can't remember what that one's called but that's a Christmassy one that's coming out so maybe we could treat ourselves to watching a new Christmas one as well as our old favorites
0: mm. and Ryan loves all the Christmas vacation type, or oh, yeah, anything. National
1: Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah that you know, you, you can't say no to. Well, I can
0: I can say no, but <laughs> usually it comes on every year, regardless. So, you so know. I
1: love my comedy, so I'm all for that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think yeah, it was a part of the fabric of Ryan's Christmas childhood. Uh, experience, so it comes just like. But he he tolerates me playing Mariah Carey's Christmas album every year, and <laughs> I tolerate him watching that. You know, it's kind yeah. of yep. give and take. <laughs> yeah, for sure. um One thing I think you could do, and really challenge yourself this year, if you are not as busy doing all the things for your friends or with your friends and family that you would normally do, maybe you could put more time into your neighbourhood. And be really neighbourly this year. So mm-hmm. consider handwriting some notes or Christmas cards and delivering them to people in your street, even people that you might not know, you could either introduce yourself or you could just say, you know, wishing you a wonderful festive season or something like that. Um you could drop off a meal or some cookies, or if you're making mulled wine when you're pouring yourself a glass you know go and knock on your neighbor's door or do it contactless if that's the way um, things Mm. need to be and just I don't know think about people immediately around you because we all get so focused on how it's not the Christmas we want but there are dozens and dozens of people right near us that are having the same experience so just Mm. kind of it's true Uh, reaching out and the other thing I thought would be quite nice is decorate some community spaces so you know put up fairy lights in your front yard or if you've got little kids get them to color in pictures of um, Santa or of candles or of Christmas trees or whatever and stick them up in your front windows so if people are walking past they get that little that little buzz you know I always Mm. love it when people have their Christmas trees decorated and lights on and in the window of their house yeah. it always looks so sweet so and that's not for the benefit of the people in the house that's for the benefit of the people outside of the house so maybe just shifting your stance and thinking what can I do which will add to the Christmassy feel in my street or in my community mm. um, And and I don't know I just think because there are so many people feeling the same way if we all try and do something that's a little bit neighbourly it might really yeah
1: it'll help those that are feeling isolated and missing their families and you know missing their old christmases you know Mm. um, i think that would be yeah it's really helpful
0: the last thing i thought would be worth considering for our covid safe christmas is making some new memories so instead of dwelling on what you're missing from this year's christmas is trying to add something new and you know Maybe it becomes a tradition for years to come or maybe it's just that funny memory from the year you had to stay home at Christmas. But you could try something like choreographing a funny dance with your entire family. This is something our kids have already suggested.
1: I'm not oh, sure. Thanks, thanks TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: not sure. <laughs> I'm entirely open to it. Um, or put on a festive play and video it and send it to your friends or um, family members or something like that. You could come up with something that you can do together as a family and email it out.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea.
0: We all do advent calendars too. Well, not we all, we do in our family. A lot of people do advent calendars as well. Quite often they have chocolate or candy or some kind of sweet in each of the little pockets. We've done a few years, and I've been working my kids up to something like this because I think a few years ago I had every alternate day was a chocolate um, and then the ones in between was a little slip of paper and they had to do something nice for someone so it was like tell a friend that you're glad that they're your friend and it didn't say who and they you know whatever they had to pick one person and then they had to write a Christmas card to a neighbour and then they had to pick something um, to donate to charity and there were things like that Um, but you could do an advent calendar this year with activities in it instead of just candy so um, one day it might say play a board game and you know maybe it becomes a family advent calendar than just a, rather than just a kids one, play a board game one day um, watch a movie, draw family portraits of each other <laughs> or call grandma and tell her love lover have a midnight feast you know those kind of things like you could and there'd be a million and one things online that would give you some ideas um, yeah. but maybe you could turn your advent calendar rather than just a two minute quick little <laughs> oh, look, I've got this kind of candy today, could be into something that creates uh, either a sense of adventure or some together time or some kind of activity during that day.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. And I like your idea of creating a new recipe or a cocktail, which probably makes my stomach turn, but... (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's relevant in my house yes very (laughs) excited about cocktails yeah uh so that would be something new to do and that's this is something that i've been thinking of is that is creating something new and i think with teenagers and you know one's almost an adult now and i sort of am thinking i might need to come up with something a bit new so that no, Christmas isn't lame and boring and like all for little kids. You know, I sort of I want to start doing something, uh, creating something new or like a new traditions, so that these new traditions will carry on into their adulthood, mm-hmm. um, instead of just having all of our old traditions just dropped and then not replaced by anything. So that's something that I'm, you know, thinking about this year.
0: Yeah. So we used to. Um, it's a long story, but may have an ice cream cake at Christmas. It's like a, my mum's version of a Christmas pudding, but because it was hot and none of the kids wanted to eat hot pudding with hot custard on a (laughs) hot day, she made a, an ice cream version and it was like a, um, cold rock or, you know, that kind of McFlurry type scenario where you chop up a whole lot of random junk and put it in ice cream and refreeze it. And then it becomes Mm -hmm. an ice cream cake. Um, And so one of the things we've done before is tried new versions of that. So, like, I can't go past a cherry ripe, so I would, if it was just for me, I would just make a cherry ripe ice cream pudding. Mm, If it was my brother, it would probably be those banana lollies in an ice cream. You know, but (laughs) that whole thing of if your family would normally come together and eat something, maybe you could all try making your version of it, see if it works, and then if it does, send the recipe out. But you could... Um, tailor things, try and create something new. I think creating a new cocktail could be fraught with danger, depending on how many times you have to attempt it and try it to get it get the mix just right. Yeah, to get it right, make sure you got nothing <laughs> planned for the following day. Um, but yeah, that whole idea of starting something new could be mm. could be quite interesting.
1: Yeah, might be a good time for it.
0: I've also made a note of volunteering, and it might not. It might not be something available based on COVID rates in your area and whether you're allowed to go out and help, but it might even be something as simple as putting your name on a call list somewhere in your community saying if there's people that are feeling isolated and just want someone to chat to, um, you know, contact me by this, you know, number Mm -hmm. or this email address and I'm happy to chat for a couple of hours on Christmas Eve or something like that. Or... Tell your friends that you're available um, to help out if someone needs a meal dropped over or whatever, if they know of anyone. That whole idea of just kind of reconnecting with your community and thinking outside of your own space. Yeah, I like that. And my lucky last suggestion for creating a new memory would be that if you can't have people over, um, but that, that would normally be your thing, having a big family Christmas, consider adopting Some other people who you might be able to include in some way. So it might be an oldie in your community that's feeling isolated, that doesn't have family close by, or it could just be other people that can't travel to be with their families. So when we lived in the UK, and obviously this wasn't during COVID, but if you're allowed to still have people over, but you don't live near family, and there are other people that live near you that are away from their families as well, maybe you could get together. So. When we were in the uk we had one year an orphan's christmas so we lived on a military base and a whole bunch of our friends that also weren't traveling for christmas or they were traveling on boxing day or they had family traveling to them on boxing day so they were at home on the base on christmas we said okay well we will have an open house effectively and drinks and nibbles and pop in at some point and so our entire house was full for a day Mm. of people families just coming and going they'd come for half an hour they'd come for an hour and it was like our orphans Christmas and they'd have a come and have a drink and a nibble and then they'd head off and do whatever else they were going to do but it was a really it was a really lovely day and felt our house still felt really full even though it wasn't you know family so maybe you could come up with something like that that works with the numbers and the limits that you're allowed.
1: Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, I think that we've given people some ideas. I know I've got some ideas from you, the Christmas fairy, Tara. Thank so you. So that's been really helpful. Um, and I'm pretty sure that everyone else would have got some ideas there as well. And I think the key is um, try and look for the, the good and look for opportunities to make a positive experience and uh, not necessarily dwell on what you're missing out on, but look for what you can you can fill your home or your your time or your hearts with instead
0: yeah and quite often when you look back at Christmases the ones that fit the mold of every other year are not necessarily the ones that stick in your memory quite Mm. often it's the ones that were different for some reason are the ones that stand out so it really there's a potential here for it to be something something pretty cool yeah and I guess that kind of leads us on to our next point which is that out my Christmas personally will be very different this year. Yeah. Because well, we will be, my family and I will be in the US for Christmas. Woohoo. Woohoo. So <laughs> You're making the big move. We are moving. My husband is working in a position in the US for two to three years. So the family is moving at the end of November so I'm not sure where we'll be for Christmas we might be in our own house we might still be in a hotel (laughs) where we we might be celebrating with other people or we might not so I'm not I haven't quite decided yet what we will do to make it work that will happen a bit closer to the time but that also indicates why I'm so organized with my Christmas presents (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) Tara's message me going I've got all the Christmas presents all done I'm like Dude, you know, but yeah, because of the move. Yeah. You, so they, you've got to spend the next month frantically getting prepared to move your entire family to a completely different continent
0: mm, during COVID, which adds during another COVID. level of complexity to everything. But yeah, I haven't posted, I've posted one Christmas present with a note saying this will probably be the earliest you ever get a Christmas present, like <laughs> the end of October. <laughs> Um, but most others I will post during the month of November or give to people to give to people when they see them. It was just one of those really easy things to control early on when I knew this was all happening but a lot of the admin happens closer to the end and I guess that leads us to to the fact that we are going to do another episode during November where Beck is going to ask me a million and one questions about the moving process and how you
1: do it. So and how you survive it. Because you've m i mean, you've moved a trillion times. And I've been in this same house now for twenty four years, twenty-three years. So um, one, I'm old, and two, I haven't moved much. <laughs> and so I'm I'm like full of um I mean we move we move clients, but we haven't moved ourselves. And certainly Um, not overseas so I'm really curious as to how you survive this and you just seem to I don't know you just seem to do it all with ease like I know it's not easy for you but you just seem to you just seem to have it all together like you're just like yeah I got this like I've got three trillion things happening but yep I got this and I'm just curious as to how on earth you managed to get it (laughs)
0: well if you come back and listen to the episode where I explain how I do it. I will blow the <laughs> lid off that facade <laughs> and Good. tell you okay. about the nightmare that's going on internally. Um, but right, we will but do that in a couple we'll of get, weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can, you can. Um, yes, you can let it, you can ruin my fantasies uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we would love you to come and tell us about how you plan to spend your Christmas this year if, it, if your normal plans are affected by COVID. Um, And if you've got other good ideas and suggestions, which I'm sure there are plenty out there, come and share them in our Facebook community. That is definitely where I will be going. So if you've got suggestions for me and how to Mm -hmm. celebrate Christmas in the US, potentially in a hotel, I will welcome all of that. And so come and join us there. That's where all the good chats happen. And we'll be back with you again next week.
1: Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.